they're out again. Maury and Tim escape from the radio. And now, those two guys, Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter. All right, look who's back. Hey. Looks, looks like you're a little tan from your stay at the beach. I never made it to the beach. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What I didn't, you did, talking about, Did Willie? I send you my itinerary of what I was going to do? I, I um, Well, we talked about it here a couple of I, weeks I ago. I took a week. You know, I don't remember any of that stuff. I uh, took a week off. And we were going to go to the beach, but it just we just never with got the a, dogs. with the dogs. You're going to run them around. Never got around to it. Uh, never. Okay. It just seemed like too much of a pain to to get out there and stuff. But what I did is I stayed home. Don't don't question my <laughs> my uh, uh, my oh. thinking. So I hung out with them. Uh, I did a lot of stuff around the house. I my garage. You can eat off the floor of my garage. It looks so fantastic. Oh, wow. I took my dogs down to a Marymore Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a cru- great dog cruised park. around them with them for hours okay. and uh, relaxed and just had a good time. It was good to get away. Well, from, what happened to the beach? We just never made it. It never, uh, it never panned out. It just seemed like too much of a pain to drive all the way down there. And yeah, that's all. And relax. And relax. Yeah. So I did it at home instead. Huh. Yeah, I'm sorry. S- I'm surprised. I'm sorry to disappoint well, you. Well, no, no, no. I mean, people take time off and they say they're going to go somewhere and to yeah. just not go because yeah, I know you don't feel like it. Yeah. Well, wow. there was other circumstances. Oh, too. were there? Yeah. Oh, that's the good stuff. Yeah. You won't tell the us. the other circumstances. Okay, you're yep. okay though, health wise. I'm totally good. Yes. Okay, that's I'm fine because you had that little incident. You know, a I while did. back. Yes, I, I thought did. maybe that was it. No, uh-uh. I'm uh, good. If you'd like to make any guesses, uh, please just reach out to us <laughs> on Facebook and find out what's if you wrong have a with beach Maury. home. If you have a beach home, please let me know. <laughs> Send me the keys. So anyway, it's all good. So now you're back into the uh, work routine and heading yeah. into the holiday season. And do you do a lot? Do you prepare a lot in the holidays, or just kind of take them as they come? Do you do stuff? Do you decorate at your home? Do you I, go to more services? Uh, you know, services? No, uh-uh. no, I don't. I don't do any of that kind of oh. stuff. Yeah, really. The end. Um, oh, I don't. You were going to go to the beach. I then don't. You're going to go to the service. I don't. Nothing. I don't. Uh, what is this? An interrogation? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I love the holidays. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. I don't. You know, I'm Jewish. We don't celebrate. Right. We don't celebrate Christmas. But I'm still. Uh, I love it. I enjoy the the season. We do Hanukkah, mm-hmm. and we get together with our kids, and and uh, we'll have dinner and stuff with them, that kind of stuff. Um, I gave so. you a copy of my Christmas CD. I did. Yeah, uh, I saw that. The Jewish people are mentioned twice on here. Oh, good, because I, I was, I was scanning for Hanukkah songs, but I didn't see. No, there's a, a new holiday song out by somebody who used to be on Saturday Night Live, who I don't even remember being on Saturday Night Live, but it's hilarious. It's called Sugar and Booze. Oh, okay. And it's a hilarious song. All right. You'll hear that when you get into the CDs. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. Looking forward to it. So anyways, how about you? You make a big uh, deal. You you are... Uh, I self-impose myself with a whole bunch of holiday things I have to do or it's not the holidays. So the Christmas CD is one of them. Yes. Do a Christmas uh, letter where we kind of take everybody in the family, kind of do headlines on what happened the past year. We did that once, you know, the the form letter yeah, that people yeah. sent out, but I did it like a funny version of it. Yeah, where that's what um, I try. Yeah, where, uh, you know, Angie, my daughter, 
uh, she just got out of jail, and you know that. Oh, kind of, that, that kind of that funny kind of stuff is pretty funny. Now we have too many relatives with without a sense of humor, yeah. so we can't do that. I MC this thing called Eula Board every year at the Seattle Golf Club. It's a Norwegian Christmas dinner, and uh, the thing I actually open it up with a monologue and do jokes and and then do a, a parody song that I will write and create between now and then. So I've got that. Do you already have that ready to go? No. Oh, wow. No. I've got a few jokes that I've figured out, but uh, it's uh, the first first Friday of December, so I've got till December sixth to figure that all out. Uh, then I always do a I do a holiday video with a local singer, and we shoot it, we record it first, then shoot a video to go with it, and we put that out every year. That's been this uh, I think the sixth or seventh. There's just all this stuff and shopping. Is your house just totally? Uh decked out no i like to get the christmas uh, lights up right after thanksgiving uh we bring stuff up but we're finding out as time goes on you know if we dig all that crap out we got to put it all away there was a time where i had you know the the santa's village and all that stuff and right you know we do two christmas trees we have a live one and a um a fake one that I bought years ago went into a Lowe's the day after Christmas, and they had a three hundred dollar tree for twenty bucks. Wow! Should have bought a bunch of them, but I just bought the one, took it home. It's like nine feet tall, and that's the one that goes like into the dining area. And then we have a a living one we put out in the living room. That's the and then name. on your compound, are there other Christmas trees around too? Oh, for we, the we for let, the staff, we we go around and <laughs> give the the help extra broth. Uh, thank you, on Mr. That Hunter. Special day. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> Far from a compound, believe me. Thank so, you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> if I, yeah, I have another. I um I I tell people that if we celebrated Christmas, I would probably be dead right now, falling off a ladder putting oh, Christmas lights up. There's a you know I was at the uh, Everett Home Show a few weeks ago, and there was a guy there that had a booth where they come and put your Christmas mm-hmm. lights up there for you. Well, I have a um, a nephew that has a um, lawn operating system. They do lawns, and it's his little empire down in Reno. Well, of course, lawns come December and stuff, you know, you don't need a mode. Right. So he's transitioned where he has Christmas light hanging services. So he shifts into that. So November and December, he is busy. Right. I so. um I went and got some uh, holiday lights. Oh. And they're on my back deck in white and blue that I just, oh. I have, we have them all year round, you know, just keep them up on the back Oh, deck. really? Yeah. It's Hanukkah yeah. all year at yeah, exactly. Maury's house. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, totally. I was I was trying to think of questions to, to topics to get into when we get together, and uh, I wanted to. I was thinking back to my earlier days. My very very first job was at Sears, uh, working in the hardware department. Which and, one? Oh, it was down in California. Oh, okay. Torrance, California. Yeah. Um, but that was my first. Like, oh my God, I've got a real job. I'm making money and things like that. What was your first job? Um, let's see. Coal mines when I was 10. No, that outside of lawn mowing. That outside of lawn mowing. I, I did worked. that. One of the first jobs was I was a dishwasher at a restaurant. Really? And it was the uh, the night. I was the night dishwasher. And the restaurant did huge lunch business. And they didn't have a dishwasher for lunch. So I would show up. And, and there would be stacked. like. stacked. There would be oh tons of dishes. And, and I would like. Uh, clean them, and by the time I was done, it was like three hours there. And then the cook and I, uh, the cook would we would make uh, steaks and stuff and eat food because hmm. it was slow during the nighttime business. 
I did my fair share of uh, kitchen jobs because I, in the summer, for two summers, I worked at the uh, United Airlines flight kitchen down in Los Angeles. So uh, we would bring the modules over, open them up, get the dirty dishes, this is back when they used dishes and, and glasses and stuff, and scrape the food off and put it in the big dishwasher. Yep. And did that for a couple of summers. And then when I ended up at the University of Washington at Terry Hall, I worked in the kitchen downstairs there, started out in the uh, dish cleaning thing, and eventually made myself up to a, a line cook. And, uh, hell, I would cook, oh, like 1,200 eggs in a, in a given morning. Wow. It'd be crack, dip, crack, dip, crack, flip, 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 next, you know, scrambled or pancakes or I got really good at it. We so. um, were like a steak place, you know, like a um, neighborhood steak restaurant in mm-hmm. uh, in Bellevue in the Crossroads area. Oh, yeah. And they would have like crab feeds occasionally. Ooh. And I would have to, I remember uh, I would have to like crack um, like two giant garbage cans full of frozen crab before the. Oh, maybe wow. it was fresh. I don't even know. Because of that, I don't eat crab to this day. You've been scarred. I've been scarred. But then, so then I was a busboy for a while, and then the uh, and then we all showed up for work one day, and the place was out of business. So they kind of shut <gasps> it down without oh, telling us. No. But I did a I did time at Sears. I worked at Sears for a while. Oh, I went. I after the restaurant, I went and worked at Kinney Shoes. Oh yeah. So I sold shoes at Kenny Shoes for a while in You're Bellevue. You're sh- destined to be it was a shoes. shoe dog, yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, and then uh, South Center, and then I left there and got a job at Sears in downtown Seattle, and it was the only store in the area that was open uh, Saturday nights. They had like a marine area where they sold boats and all that kind of yes, stuff. Yes, kids. There was a time where stores were closed on Sunday. Yeah, totally. So they made me work uh, the uh, because I was the newest person. The marina. At Saturday night, I worked till ten o'clock, and all these old fishermen guys would come in and talk fishing with me, and I knew <laughs> nothing. I knew nothing about it. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was fun, and then I had to put bikes together because I worked in the yep. uh, in the uh, sporting goods department. Yeah, I was a floater at Sears, so I did hardware a lot. But they'd throw me over into the you know you'd wear your nice clothes because you wanted to come in there and look nice, and they say, "Okay, Tim, tonight you're in the garden center." Yeah. So then I'm loading sacks of manure into cars with my good clothes. The downtown uh, Sears, and I can't even believe we're talking about this because is that all... the one that's the, now the Starbucks headquarters? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. it was Soto down there. Yeah. But um, they used to sell like they had a whole candy uh, area with like uh, they sold corn dogs. Oh, and they place. used to sell popcorn. Yeah, popcorn they would have too. the popcorn there. So when you walked in, you smelled you'd go, it. Oh, I've got to have yeah. some. Yeah, yep. That was the yeah. good old days. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, the world isn't what it used to be. Not kids. even close. Oh, Not man. even close. Now I'm depressed. <laughs> so what's exciting coming up? I mean, we had the great Sounders game. We had the great Seahawks game. Seahawks have a bye. Sounders are done till next year. What? Are, what's going on? Huskies. Are you into eh, the Huskies? I'm kind of. It's kind my, of my little Husky balloon has been let yeah, down. I mean, I know. I mean, it's you know there are teams around the and the country who would kill for that record, right? But it's not a great year for us, you know. Right. So it's not that I'm wanting the season to be over. I love the Apple Cup. I can't wait for that. Do you go to it? Oh, uh, I am going. Yeah, uh-huh. I try to. So I have a friend who is a season ticket holder, and he asked me at the beginning of the year. You can have, you know, one of the sets of tickets, which one? And I said, well, can I have the Apple Cup? He said, sure. I haven't. So. I can't remember the last time I went to a Husky game. 
Really? It's been, yeah, it's been for forever and ever since I went to a Husky oh. game. I never had, t- I never bought tickets. I used to have Seahawk tickets um, and Mariner tickets, but you know, never the Huskies just seem like a pain in the ass to get to. Kind of like going to the beach well, during a week or something like that. Again, and I've complained about this before, but it's there's a lot of reasons to not go to the Husky game. First off, they keep changing the time. Right. So you can't plan. You get to September, you go, well, the the Larsons are having a get-together on uh, Saturday at 5 in October. Well, I don't know when the Huskies are playing. So, yes, I cannot live my life around football, but there was a time when you could actually do that. Right. They'd, they'd have 12.30 kickoffs every Saturday, and you'd watch the game and then plan things for after. I think I told you I used to uh, host Husky football viewing parties at a bar y- yes. in Linwood. Right, and I did that for like three years, and uh, it was it was the same deal. It was crazy. You never knew what time the games were going to be next week. They also had at this bar they had like UFC and karaoke and some late night games. They would just shut everything down at halftime, and people we would like look at these guys, and they would just hand me a check and said, "Yeah, we're doing karaoke now. We're doing UFC wow. now, so we're done with that." So, I think I'm I think I'm scarred from uh, being in bars watching football all these years that, you know, when there's a big game on, uh, I just like being by myself and watching it by myself. Something has happened to me in the last decade. Me too. I'm an old man. Well, no, what I'm looking at is when the Seahawks won the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we watched it on TV. We were so excited. And we went down for the big parade, even though it was in the 20s. But we bundled up and we went down in the middle of downtown Seattle and stood with the the million plus. And it just, I had to do that. Now, the Sounders, I was really excited about that. I was thrilled. And they got to do it here in Seattle. Wanted to buy tickets. I was a little bit ticked off about that in that the, uh, the bots bought out all the tickets so that nobody really had a chance to get any. Um, but I was glad they won. So I thought, well, it might be kind of nice to go down. And cheer them on, but I just didn't have the drive. Yeah, the passion. Yeah. it's like, eh, you know, it, it was raining in the morning, and you got to get down there. You got to find a place to park, and then you got to walk. And see, something's happening to me, and I'll save this for my therapist. But something's happening to me where where um, I'm with you. I don't I don't make a plan to uh, you know go where crowds are. I can't go into like if there's a line. At a restaurant to buy a hamburger, I can't. I won't stand. I'll find another. Yeah, I'll just go get some nothingness. You know what I mean? Um, So that happened to me the other day. There's this great barbecue place in Bothell, and I've been there twice now. And Carolina Smokehouse, and it used to be in the Country Village. Of course, they tore that down, so we relocated in a shopping center just south of there. I was happy to hear he opened up, and I was glad. Real nice place, but. The two times I've stopped by, there were at least 10, if not 15 people in line. Right. Well, they're there because it's really good. Yeah. I just thought, okay, well, I'll come back some other time. Right. I may never eat there again. I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. the same exact way. I just can't I, I can't do that. I can't stand in line. Time Plus, is too precious. Totally. You know, I have, as far as my NFL experience goes, um, I have the NFL uh, Sunday ticket on DirecTV oh, and, the, and the Red Zone channel. Yeah. So I'll just sit and watch like seven hours of Red Zone channel. And then I have split screen on my TV where I'll have the Seahawks game going at the oh same time God. or something else. So. You're addicted. Yeah, totally. Plus, you know, I need to know my fantasy football information. I have my four teams that are going down the toilet. I'm talking to uh, Roy Firestone, who's going to be at the Everett, yes. Everett Civic Auditorium next Tuesday. 
And uh, I asked him about uh, is sports as much of a part of your life now as it was when you were back in ESPN. He said it is a little, but he's a little disenchanted with it. He's not happy with how it's going. And the the um, whole fantasy football thing ticks him off. Why? He just doesn't like He says because then people aren't watching for the passion of the game. They're they're turning into mercenaries, and they their favorite team could be losing, and they could be happy. That's messed up. Yes, but on the other hand, you know, I'm watching games that I would never even watch before just because mm-hmm. my guys are in there. But I, I think I told you that I was at a um, Seahawks game once, and they were playing New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, and I was rooting for the other team during that game. That just seems wrong. Yeah, I know. It does. Oh, well, tell him to mind his own business. Yeah. Roy Firestone was awesome. I mean, I I believe, I'm pretty sure I've seen every episode of Up Close on ESPN. Oh, really? Yeah, every episode. I mean, I watched it religiously every single night. There There was a famous episode where his dad was on, and it was, like, really touching. And, oh. and, and yeah, it was really cool. If you go to uh, – well, we have many podcasts out there. There's a KRKO's Tim Hunter Talks With, and I have the complete interview I did with Roy. Uh, but I'll save you the trip. You don't have to go there. He started out in Miami as a bad boy for the Baltimore Orioles right. in spring training. Yep. And he would write up a bunch of jokes and bits and go and perform in front of the players. Huh. And they, they got to really like him. And so then he had the entertainment bug. and I didn't and, know that part. Yeah. Yeah. And, huh. uh, Interesting. He's still buddies with the ones that are still alive, but he was talking about, you know, Frank Robinson and all these guys that really, you know, would see him and just, hey, how's it going? So he got that way by being the bat boy and performing. What made you this way? What way? The way you are. I don't know. What made you the character that you are? You know, my grandfather, who I never met, he passed away before I was born. Mm-hmm. He uh, was from the old country. He was from Turkey. My family is oh, from Turkey and I didn't Greece. Know that. Yeah, Turkey and Greece. My my oh. family. But he did. Uh, he would do plays and stuff like that when uh, you know he was young and stuff. My dad was in sales, but he wasn't. He was he was an only child, so he was um, a little more stern. And I think because of that, I made a point in my life just to mess with him. You know what I mean? Just kind of joke around. <laughs> you saw him as a challenge. Yeah, joke around and, <laughs> and uh, question his authority, and that kind of made me what I was today. But I always wanted to be a radio guy. I always wanted to. That's awesome. And I used to play around with my tape recorder, mm-hmm. you know, and, yep. and do all that kind of stuff with all my friends. I think all radio guys um, – had a tape recorder when they were kids. Right. A real, I had a little reel-to-reel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I told you I worked at Nordstrom's for like 28 years, mm-hmm. and they would have like store meetings, you know, like all store meetings, and, and it was it was retail, so it was a lot of rah, rah, rah stuff, and different departments had little skits and stuff like that. So I was, of course, in charge of the, the women's shoe skit, and the women's shoe department was like the stepchild of Nordstrom because we were always brash. We made the most money, you know. We got the, really? the highest commission oh, is in is, women's shoes. This is an insight I yeah. didn't know. And everybody just kind of looked down at us because we were all cocky and stuff. So <laughs> I was in charge of it. It was the anniversary sale, the big store meeting, and there was like – 300 people everybody in the store was there and and Nordstrom's you know was really big into customer service Mm -hmm. so I wrote like a little skit where we were the un-Nordstrom and back in the day when we did this they used to have their concierge desk was called the ask me I know desk 
So in our skit, it was the don't ask me, we don't care desk, that type of stuff. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell and then, desk. And then uh, we did that, and then we had uh, a scene where some guy was like, you know, trying to sell somebody something. But I was the the uh, the main event, the very final scene. I was talking to a customer, and I lit a cigarette and smoked it right in front of her in the the uh, uh, Nordstrom uh, meeting room, the big room, and there was gasping going on in the audience because I was smoking a cigarette wow. inside. So, Did yeah. you ever watch uh, Married with Children? No. Uh-uh. I never watched it because I, I hated the uh, the uh, shoe guy. There. That's what I People wondered. always said that. People Because, yeah. I mean, that's like a schlocky. I would say that's like the Kenny shoes yeah. type of guy, but not the Nordstrom's. Uh, oh. Not the Nordstrom shoes. But, no, his life was hell because he was a shoe salesman. Yeah, totally. That was funny. It was crazy, man. It was back in the 80s and 90s of retail when it was like we did mass business. We had one of our better years when – remember when they were like rebuilding Westlake Mall when they oh, when they yeah. built that? And yeah. all the – there was there was three entrances to the women's shoe department were closed. You couldn't even get in from that area. Wow. And we did mass business because of that. Michael Moore one day came in, and he was protesting Nordstrom – I think it's because of uh, underage kids, he said, were, like, making shoes or something like that, you know? Okay. So he shut our uh, department down, and people were mad at him. And I hung out with him and just chatted with him for about an hour. I thought he was a pretty cool dude. This is the Michael Moore does yeah. the documentaries yeah, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he came to Seattle to protest us. Oh, for pizza. I remember the WTO riots oh, that yeah. were going on where our windows were breaking, and we are just kind of just hanging out there and stuff like that. I remember moving Nordstrom's in the middle of the night to the Frederick and Nelson building when we moved across the street. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like during the middle of the night when we You were did. there a long time. I was there for a long time. You're a part of history. I was. I should I, put you in a museum. I was. Yes, I should go to a museum. <laughs> Retail is so different now. You know what I mean? Well, everything. I mean, everything isn't what it used to be. Right. I mean, I'm even looking at the shoe world now. Um, do people... I don't know what everyone feels. Do people feel they can order online? Yeah. Because it'll be delivered. You could try it on. You don't like it. You could send it back. doesn't cost you anything. Right. But it's killing all the little mom and pop it totally, shoe stores. It totally is killing yeah. them. And, and I have friends that are still still working at Nordstrom's. And, you know, the there was like three sales every year, the two uh, half-yearly sales mm-hmm. and the anniversary right. sale. And the anniversary sale, we used to, under the table – pre-sell people you know what i mean like our sure like yeah. our favorite customers yeah and if somebody found out about it we'd get we'd get in trouble you can't do that well now they have vip pre-sales uh. and they have this pre-sale and i'm talking to friends by the time the actual sale starts they don't have anything There's left. nothing left yeah so that uh, <laughs> wow. that's kind of killing it and then the uh People buy stuff online and then they return them in the stores and they don't get credit for that so mm. anyways yeah, that's another headache. The world's going but sideways. But I, I went, uh, I was down uh, walking through Nordstrom's a few weeks ago, having di- meeting friends for dinner, and I looked at it, and I was thinking, there's no way I could ever do this ever again. There's no way. So. <sighs> I walked, uh, I didn't walk through, but I've driven through Northgate, and that, oh. is, that is depressing. Yeah, no kidding. It's just like. The a- mall's gone, right? It's still there. I mean, there are buildings where Nordstrom was. And Is there stores there or no? No, they have a few. Hmm. You know, and I don't even know about the ones that are staying there. And I don't know what part of the mall they're going to tear down. Uh, Macy's is being torn down. Right. So you go to that side and you go, boy, looks like, you know, there had been a war. Yeah. yeah it's just kind of sad. 
It was like Totem Lake Mall. They they redid Totem Lake Mall now. But that looks great. Yeah, They're before really it was doing... just a Christian bookstore and yeah. and, and uh, um, I can't remember the Lamont's. other. Yeah, Lamont's. Yeah, <laughs> Lamont's. Now it's like now I'm so I've been so out of retail for so long. I don't even know the names. I don't even know what some of these stores are. Like something called Aldi or I don't I don't I don't even think that's what it what it's called. It's some Ulta. No, Alta. Yes, I yeah, kind of well, know, know what that them. is because okay. I'm dragged to that place occasionally. <laughs> Alta, but yeah. yeah, it's some other place that sells like uh, pet stuff and household oh, wares wow. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what they say. Northgate is going to become besides the practice facility for the new NHL team. Right, it's going to be, and they'll allow people to skate on that rink when the team isn't practicing. But it's supposed to be basically like a U Village. They're just going to make it all kind of niche shops and boutiques and stuff like that that's cool though right that's it is what it is yeah. i mean i can't i can't be in charge of that i gotta run my little life so right exactly i try not to get too worked i mean there are just some things you just can't do right I and mean, it you know we used to go um to uh you know i was dragged to malls and stuff and now my garage looks like it's a uh amazon warehouse with empty boxes in it yeah i wonder how they figure that out with the whole box thing because we're going through a lot of boxes I know. I mean, well, is that going to continue then? And you recycle them, and then they show up somewhere, right? I guess. Is that how that works? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. You know what? I have to live my life. I don't have time to worry about boxes. We don't need no Damn stink- you, Amazon, and your boxes. We don't need no stinking boxes. <laughs> okay. Well, good to see you back. Good to see you. I'm glad you had a restful vacation. Thank you very much. I and appreciate that. End of the holidays we go, and uh, we'll chat again next week. All right. Good stuff. You've just listened to Morty and Tim Escape from the Radio with Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter, a WackyWeek.com production. No insects were injured in the making of this program. Well, maybe one. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like us. If you didn't, please send it to someone that annoys you.